Oh, oh. Sorry. Um, so, can I just start by getting you to introduce yourself and okay. talk, just introduce company, talk a bit about sure. what your role within it is. Okay. Is it, it's, uh, yeah, okay. just go for yeah, it. So, I'm James Seeger and I run uh, Les Enfants Terribles Theatre Company uh, with Oliver Lansley and uh, the company has been going um, for 13 years. This is our 13th Edinburgh Festival uh, and what I do, I produce uh, all the shows uh, and obviously day-to-day business of running the company um, and I also direct most of the shows or co-direct most of the shows and occasionally um, I act in them as well but uh, the last one I acted in wasn't uh, well, 2011, that was the last time I acted in a show called The Infant. Uh, but we're back for The Fringe this year with two shows, Ernest and the Pale Moon and Dr. Longitude's Marvellous Imaginary Menagerie, which I uh, directed both. Brilliant. Um, and first, easy question. Well, I don't know if it's easy, but <laughs> why the name? The name of the company? <laughs> the name of the company. Sure. Well, Ollie set the company up uh, in 2001, 2002. Uh, he's the guy that writes... Uh, all our shows and co-runs the company with me and, and directs as well so we, the two of us do everything really but well he's the writer but he set it up in 2001 uh, and the first show that we did was um, a Stephen Burkoff play called West uh, it's the first show and only show that we've done that's based on um, an existing property because all our other shows are new plays written by Ollie um, and Stephen Burkoff was quite an influence to Ollie when he sat the com- uh, set the company up and uh, Stephen Burkoff has always been called the enfant terrible mm-hmm. of uh, British theatre and uh, Ollie quite liked that and um, I was involved in that play but as an actor um, and uh, I think the name, he liked the name and he was a big influence, Burkhoff's a big influence and what that stood for, what Burkhoff stood for, he's always been on I guess the outside of the establishment and does his own things and and uh, I think so Ollie thought that's where, uh, that sounds quite a cool phrase and that's where it came from. Mm-hmm. So, um, where, what's the sort of process you go through when you create your works? Obviously, it's all new theatre. You're not yeah. redoing any scripts that have already been yes. put out there. Or... Yeah. Well, the first step, Ollie and I, we just sit down and we think, what? what do we want to do mm-hmm. essentially um, what do we feel like doing what what would we want to see really um, it's never a, a process of like oh god what should we what are we going to do it's a, it's always comes from a case of what do we want to do mm-hmm. uh, we're always thinking about the next project and what excites us and there's always ideas bubbling in the back away of our mind both of us and we sit down and it's, it's not really uh, organized in, in time in terms of oh let's sit down and think about what we're doing next it's like maybe oh, do you know what I'd really love to do this type of play and then the other one gets excited and we're like yeah let's do this so it, that's the the starting point what are we excited to do next what do we want to do next and what would we as punters want to see so it, i mean i think a lot of our work when you see our work uh, or know our work you can tell that they're all linked because they usually have the same designer same director same writer although sometimes looking at them and, and this year edinburgh is a particular example they seem to completely different genres but because uh, Dr. Longitude is very silly um, and fun and, and earnest is, is not at all. It's uh, a dark gothic noir horror, so very different. But same designer, same writer, same director. And I think you can see the style that we do. So um, it, it just comes from what do we want to do. And then from that, Ollie gets excited by what him and I talk about mm-hmm. in terms of ideas. And he goes away and he writes something and then he comes back. And then it, the ball starts running from there, really. We, we either get a director on board or we do it ourselves or and we get a, a designer on board then and get everyone in a room and start talking ideas and the script and what would work. And, and then we get actors on board and, and it rolls from there. Mm-hmm. So when you said you've got two shows up here this year that yep. are very different, mm-hmm. 
How? Why are they so different? Like... <laughs> why are they so different? Well, Ernest, um, Ernest started in 2009, so we're bringing this back. So it's always been a show that uh, has been, you know, in the background. Um, occasionally we bring back shows. Um, so we did it in 2009 and then a tour in 2010. And then last year we thought, oh, it would be good to bring that back because people really like it. So um, so that's why we brought that back. Um, I, I mean, looking at how the shows, what shows we do next, it, sometimes you can see from what we did before why we've done the next step. So, for example, we we last year we did Trench and we did it for quite a long tour and we did it for you know maybe about six seven months and that was quite an intense show uh first world war drama um although our take on it which is filled with puppets and music um and i think maybe menagerie which was obviously the next show is probably a contrast it's where we were maybe we were we didn't want to be down the trenches and and underground uh we wanted to emerge into the light and do something really funny and silly Mm -hmm. and that would make us laugh and have good time and um i think it's it's quite nice to have both contrasts up here because ernest is still dark but in the progression of what comes next i think probably menagerie is a is a good balance and is a good reaction to trench yeah. not that trench is depressing because it is quite <laughs> uplifting but it, it is obviously about the first world war and very moving and, yeah. and um thought-provoking so mm-hmm. i think where we were in our minds we thought yeah let's do something really fun and silly and over the top and, and stupid but really enjoyable but still has our trademarks of puppets and, and the writing and hopefully creativity yeah so um menagerie you could say has the scope to have a younger audience yeah yeah, um, you also work, you do work with like young emerging companies as well. Yeah, yeah. Can you talk a bit about that? Yeah, uh, we set up an award three years ago uh, called Les Enfants Terribles Award. Um, and uh, what that is involved in, basically, we um, give £1,000 to a new company uh, and help them to bring a show to the Fringe. And the Pleasant Theatre are in collaboration with the award as well, so they get a guaranteed slot at the Fringe. Uh, and then, however experienced or inexperienced they are, we help them up here to get here in terms of producing and nitty-gritty boring stuff in terms of where to advertise, where not to advertise, yeah. where to look for cheap flats and and uh you know what press to meet and, and just all the things that we've learned over doing 13 years of, of edinburgh um and it's something that we've you know we never had when we started we never had a mentor and and a lot of stuff we had to learn ourselves and 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 i i guess we're quite keen on on, on helping a young company that we're in our position 13 years ago who don't know what they're doing in terms of more the producing side of things really because you know we there's a lot of talented people out there doing a lot of good shows but but don't know how to put them on the the logistics but having said that we also help you know in the creative side of things as well in terms of you know the writing or or directing or acting or whatever i mean we'd never overstep our our you know in terms of oh you should definitely do this and not do this it's it's more what they what help or what encouragement they need yeah um so that was set up three years ago and every year we put at the beginning of january we put the submissions out there so anyone can apply so anyone listening or reading this um you know please do get in touch in january when the award uh, opens again um just go to our website and it's on there and then people apply we had 100 companies apply this year and then we, th- we whittled them down to 10 and then um, around about March time the 10 companies come to the Pleasance in London and perform 10 minutes and at the end of the night we choose a winner um, and this year the winner is a company uh, who are doing a show called The Hive um, and uh, they are the first time at the Fringe so mm-hmm. uh, yeah it's important for us to help and, and encourage and give give something back sounds a little bit worthy <laughs> but yeah do something um, like that where do you see your company going in the future 
Um, well, we've, we, I guess we're every year, and it, well, every every couple of months, we're we're growing and growing and growing. Yeah. Um, I mean, we we want to retain the um, you know the ethos of what the company stands for, and it's which is essentially new writing, um, and uh, work with new people and just expand and kind of carry on doing our stuff, but but on a bigger stage. Um, over the last couple of years, we, we've toured the world, and I'd like to obviously carry on doing that, and I'd, I'd like to do more shows in London as well. I mean, predominantly we've toured the UK and, and like I said, the tour of the world, but we want, I think, a bit more of... Um, of an inf- of a well of a presence mm-hmm. in, in London. We've we've done a few shows in London, but we're a London-based company, and we haven't done lots in London. Yeah. But we'll you know we, this we'll carry on coming back to the fringe. We'll carry on touring, and we'll carry on doing new stuff. But uh, collaborating with new theatres, new new people, and and just growing in in terms of size and and uh, and challenging and doing doing different shows that excite us really. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, with your productions, they're very they kind of embrace all the technical elements as well. Like, you've got all the puppetry, you always have interesting lighting going on. Is that something that you're very aware of when you're creating your pieces? Uh, do you know what? <laughs> Probably no. Okay. <laughs> the answer to that. Um, but, well, yes and no. I mean, it's a good question. But the reason the reason being, we, we the, the most important, the, as you say, there's a lot going on in our shows in terms of live music. I mean, there's not much live music in, in this, but usually a lot of live music in our shows, puppetry, as we said, and, and lighting and different effects and big sets. But essentially, the, the most important thing to us is the story. That that is that is the most important thing, and and we you know want to focus and always try and focus on on that element. So when we do use all these effects, if they're uh, crazy sets that turn, and, and this is a big set or big puppets or whatever, it's more of it. It's not. It doesn't come from like, oh, what cool thing can we do? It's what serves the story. So that's the important thing. If what drives the story forward. I mean, we're talking about it, menagerie is all about weird and made-up creatures and animals. So it's obviously lends itself to to crazy puppets. Uh, and we've got an amazing designer, Sam Wire, who who makes amazing puppets and made amazing puppets on the trench and, and menagerie, obviously, and and terrible infants. So so we know that he's a, such a talented designer, and he's also quite in tune with our look and feel the three of us work very well together mm-hmm. so when we did when ollie wrote this show we we're like oh how, how how can we bring these animals to life puppets obviously is is the answer and, and we knew what he would create would be something amazing which which obviously he always does and and we also collaborate with musicians and and writers uh composers sorry so there's a guy called tom gisby who writes most of our music and we've known him for years and and again it's like how can we best tell the story and then tom goes off and comes back with something and our designer so so that's as we said before i said before the starting point but it's it never of a point doesn't come from a point of what cool things or brilliant or special effects can we put into a show it's more let's look at the script how can we best tell that story with a prop and sometimes we like in the trench we we spend about 10 minutes with some planks of wood and and um in earnest as well you'll see there's we've got these poles and and actually it's such a simple idea but i like shows that do take something simple and and make something really clever at it yeah. which the hive do a, a little bit with um frames mm-hmm. uh, empty frames and and um we do a little bit in earnest and we do quite a bit of in, in trench so sometimes it can be some simple household items and use them just to tell the story i mean obviously you know i love theater that when you see something it's really clever and intelligent and um, 
it's a simple prop or a complicated prop, but it should always serve the story. Yeah, so is theatre for you a lot about storytelling? Yeah, I think so. I think, um, I, and I think it is for Ollie. Ollie's the writer, and, and uh, he, his, his style of, uh, of, of writing, it, it, that's where it comes from. And, and um, the last couple of shows that we've done have kind of been addressing, you know, direct addressing to the audience, essentially telling stories. Um, breaking the fourth wall is a horrible phrase. <laughs> but, you know, that, that's what we do in terms of getting a story and that's what it's about for us and that's a big thing for Ollie as a writer and and for me as a as a director as well in in getting people into a theatre and, and exciting them about a particular story. Mm-hmm. Um, bit of a classic <coughs> question, what advice would you give to your 16 year old self? <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever asked me that actually. <laughs> oh really? Uh, okay. No, no. Um, what advice? Wow. Um, what advice? That's, ooh. <laughs> what Maybe theatre related. Yeah, yeah, if absolutely. You're going yeah, yeah, in that yeah. Direction at that yeah, point. that's. I, I was thinking that. <laughs> um, what advice? I guess keep on going. I mean, I both of us, Ollie and I, started out as actors, and and um, that's our that was our starting point as actors, rather than as directors or, or even as writer from Ollie's point. And Ollie only started writing because when we set the company up and I was on board early days, it was like, well, this is you know, then we don't have to pay anyone, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, his writing career is really taken, taken off and he's a great writer, but, um, I, I'd probably say to my 16 year old self, uh, I'd maybe go, I don't know, maybe I've gone to drama school. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I, I didn't go to drama school and so I'm looking back on it, but I, you know, I, I'm, I'd love where I've ended up. If I'd gone yeah. to drama school, maybe I would have gone more into the acting and, mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm, I'm really passionate about what I do and I'm really thankful of, um, of where the company is and what it's done and, and uh, you know, where it's taken us and where it's taken me. So uh, maybe maybe my 16-year-old self is just... <laughs> Have it all together. Yeah. Well, God, God that sounds really full of it. I, not at all. Not at all. Uh, maybe, I, I guess, when, when at that age, when I was 16 as well, maybe maybe be a little bit more pushy. Uh, and, and also, actually, yeah. And also, I mean, I did come up here when I was 16, but maybe a bit, you know, get yourself out there more, meet companies... Maybe that was that's what I do. That's that's got the answer. I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> wittering, but that's uh, what I probably would give an advice my 16 year old self is put myself out there more, see more theatre, meet more people in terms of in the theatre world, make yeah. more connections because mm-hmm. I was a little bit slow to that. Um, in you know, only doing that in my maybe my 20s because maybe I was a bit shy. I don't know, but make more connections. And and often you find that actually theatre companies and, and producers and people are a lot friendlier and approachable than you think. Yeah. Uh, maybe at 16 and 17 I was. Bit like oh I don't want to approach him or, or her but but no and, and now I'm in that position I want young people emerging to to ring me email me you know say oh James what should I do about this or I even you know don't know them and, and I want to give advice so I probably would have given that advice to my 16 year old self is don't afraid to be pushy and ask <laughs> yeah brilliant and you're in Edinburgh yep I don't know if you've got any free time at all <laughs> But <laughs> have you managed to see anything, or is there anything you're really looking forward to seeing that you could recommend? Uh, well, I've I, I only saw I've only seen two shows. Uh, it's uh, and that's uh, that was yesterday. Uh, so I'm here for the whole month. So I when we I come up here, it's kind of like first week is like sort out our shows, and, yeah. and it's been pretty hectic. And Menagerie is such a massive set mm-hmm. and such a massive show that technically it's taken a long time to get to get it to where <laughs> yeah. it is today. But thankfully. And yesterday, I think it was ready yesterday for the opening of the fringe. So the first week is 
just been full on tech, get everything ready. So I haven't had a chance to see a, anything except yesterday. Um, and I saw a comedian and another show, which uh, wasn't great, but uh, I'm not going to tell you what that was. That's the great. That's the thing of the Fringe. There's some amazing things here, and there's some things that. Um, you know, aren't great. But uh, I, I'm in a good position being here for the month and what we, I usually do, I mean, what sells in Edinburgh is word of mouth. You know, mm-hmm. people say, oh, you should see this. So I'm, I, that's what you're asking me, but <laughs> I haven't got any suggestions yet. Cause not yet. Anything. Not yet. Next Soon. week I will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, thank you for talking to us. Okay, thank that's you. Anytime. Fun.